0: My name is Olivia and I'm from New Zealand. Welcome to yet another week of the Link Online Learners Global Youth Podcast, This Global Life. In today's episode, the group and I take a virtual visit to the country of South Africa. Not only do we learn heaps of new facts, but we are given a taste of the South African lifestyle, an experience that I'm sure we could rarely see elsewhere during these unprecedented circumstances. Furthermore, if you're interested in joining the Link Online Learners community, head over to their website and sign up as a youth member. We love seeing new faces each week. Just before we begin, I'd like to thank you so much for listening to today's discussion. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Olivia and I'm from New Zealand. Hi, I'm Zoe and I'm from Germany.
1: Hey, I'm Elliot. I'm also from New Zealand. I'm
2: already I'm from South Africa.
0: Hi, I'm Nur. I'm from Saudi Arabia.
2: Hi, I'm Emmanuel. I'm from Nigeria.
0: Hi, I'm Jerry. I'm from Australia. My name is Hannah. I'm from Saudi Arabia. Did anyone want to start asking a hardy question? Uh, what are the animals that you see, that you are seeing in in the road when you're like traveling?
2: No, so South Africa is quite normal to other countries like the UK and. New Zealand and Australia. We don't have wild animals in the roads like tigers and lions. Those animals are kept in captivity, basically. I'd say captivity because I don't like animals being kept in farms and stuff like that. But we see dogs and cats. That's how far it goes in birds.
0: I thought there was like lions. Okay, I'll go. I've heard, um, I don't know, kind of when you think of South Africa as someone from a different country, you kind of think of it as being quite like a hot place um what is your take on that
2: so yup south africa is really is a hot place um our summers usually are between 40 and 43 degrees celsius every day and then our winters is between 15 and 25 degrees yeah it's quite a warm place (laughs)
1: So I'm reading um, in South African culture, it's quite common when people are having conversations with each other that they're quite like direct and blunt perhaps and sort of just get like, straight to the point. Would you say this is a fair analysis?
2: This is definitely a fair analysis. We don't beat around the bush, basically. We say things straight and a lot of people think we're rude, but it, we're not rude. We just say how it is and we expect it back from other people. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very good.
0: Hardy, what are your main
2: languages? Okay, so we have 11 official languages. Um, English is obviously our main language. Our constitution is written in English. And then we have Afrikaans, which is a Dutch dialect. So it's because the Dutch, the Netherlands colonized us in the early 16th century. So they developed their own little Dutch language, which is called Afrikaans. So I speak Afrikaans and English, and then we also have 11 other official languages which, which travels from Isikoza, Zulu, Sutu, Setswana, and there's a lot of different languages too.
0: Okay, how can you say hello in, um, in African language?
2: Okay, so in Afrikaans you would say, um, hello, goeiemorren, hoe gaan het met jou?" To be honest i can't speak other languages we didn't have it in school or anything in south africa you don't have a choice on school you have afrikaans and english because most of our stuff is written in it and our law and everything is in english so we basically go school in english and afrikaans
1: um so there's a lot of south africans living in new zealand and I, i know quite a few and all lovely people Um, But I know that uh, religion is quite a big part of South Africans' lives, uh, specifically the South Africans I've met in New Zealand. Would you say that religion is quite important in South Africa and a lot of South Africans are religious?
2: So yep, there's a lot of South Africans living in New Zealand. My sister and her husband is living in Auckland. So um, religion is a big part. There's exceptionally a lot of different religions. Christianity is probably the biggest religion in South Africa. And it plays a very vital, important part in the, I can say all the generations, the new generations, not as deeply rooted in the religion. And it has a big effect on the country and the people.
0: If you want to like eat a snack, what are you gonna eat in South, and South Africa?
2: Okay, so we have different snacks. We Like the Americans have jerky, we have boltong, which is basically like dried out meat like any type of meat that like a beef or chicken or whatever you dry it out with salt and then you will eat it as a snack or you will eat something we call cook sisters which is basically like a it's a caramel dipped baked confectionery which is which only can found in south africa or in other places where there is a south african shop and we also have stuff like milk tart which is basically made out of condensed milk and other types of milk with cinnamon sugar on it. So yeah, that's what we usually will eat as a snack.
0: Trusty. What other pets do
2: you have? So during my childhood and my life, I've had dogs, I've had hamsters, I've had birds, I've had fish, and some people keep donkeys and cows for pets and little pigs, so yeah. But mostly, it's dogs and cats.
1: So obviously, South Africa has quite a few like big cities, and you know, like you've got Cape Town and Johannesburg, etc. Would you say that like a lot of people live in cities, or is there still quite a lot of people who live rurally in South Africa?
2: South Africa is quite a rural country. I think our due to the COVID now, our unemployment rate is up to forty percent, and most people do live in rural areas. And I think most people will know about apartheid, which was the segregation area. And during that time, most of the cities were built in a in a way that you get left and right. So the left is where all the people lived that was obviously white and during segregation and the right wing is where all the black people lived. And that's where all the poverty is. And most of the people still live there. And it's not just like black or wh- Indian or other, racials, but also white people that live there now. It depends who have money and who has work and who can live in the city and who can provide for themselves.
0: That's very interesting. Okay, I have a question. Okay, um, most African countries have um, superstitions and like so, can you tell me a few of the superstitions that are in South Africa?
2: There, yeah, there's a lot of superstitions especially because of the different cultures so there's a lot of stories that's created and people start to believe them over the years and it's quite a superstitious country but we're not as de-evolved i can say as other countries we're still go with the mainstream but there is some stupid superstition in some cultures
0: could you tell us an example what's one of them
2: okay so i know definitely Um, In the Afrikaans culture, there is a thing called a hodzen It's basically, you tell all the kids it, and I believe there's still people above the age of 20 that believe it. It's someone that will come, literally, if you steal sweets or something, they will steal you. And people literally preach it to their children, and those children believe it for many years after they're aged, and like they're above 18. And the same for, I know in Zulu, we have, they have the Tokolosi. Tokolosi is also someone that will abduct you and your family if you steal something. So there's all this little superstitions that goes around.
0: Um, okay, Hadi, oh. so I'm reading that South Africa has three capital cities. Is this true?
2: Yes, we do. We have, the main capital was always Cape Town, which was the legislative, um, I think, capital. But at the moment, and then we have Bloemfontein, and then we have Pretoria. Pretoria is currently the main capital of South Africa. It's also where I'm from. It's where the main court is, the constitutional court. And it's also where um, Nelson Mandela was first, like, became president there. And then it became the capital in 1994.
0: Right. Very interesting and quite different, because obviously most countries just, you know, one. So, um, yeah, Mm. definitely interesting. Is it
1: true that the world's largest known diamond was discovered in South Africa?
2: Yes, the diamond was found. It was found, I think, in Kalinen, which is about 30 minutes away from Pretoria. It was sold to the British monarchy, and it's the crown that the queen wears. The diamond was split into, I think, I don't know, hundreds of little diamonds that has created the main crown that the queen wears when she gets coronated, or the king.
1: So you mentioned briefly about um, like with the diamonds, uh, it goes on the royal's crown. So in terms of royalty in South Africa, I wasn't actually aware that you guys had like a monarchy. So is that that like a specific South African monarchy or is that sort of, um, is that part of the Dutch monarchy or
2: something like that? Okay, so I think in the 16th century, the Dutch colonized us, but I think after the 18th century, the British Kingdom, the United Kingdom infiltrated us also. And they colonized us and take, took the place from the Dutch. So we were part of the British monarchy until I think 1961. And then we became the Republic of South Africa, and then, which was the um, apartheid era until 1994. And then we became the Constitutional Republic South Africa, which we now have a president and, we are not part of the british monarchy but during that time the crack the diamond was found in south africa and it was given to the queen seeing that she was our queen
1: that makes so much sense thank you for that explanation
0: okay and you have a question what is the what is the, the most like uh, musical instruments is played in south
2: africa so most people will play guitar and bass and piano That is. I think any musical person you see in South Africa will have a guitar or a piano. So that is the main instruments we play in South Africa. Interesting. Um, and I think, so I know a
0: lot of people don't know what apartheid is.
2: Oh, apartheid, okay. So, so we said a lot of people don't know what apartheid is. In English terms, it's segregation. So I think during 1961 and 1994, There was a white supremacist party called the National Union, who took control of the South African government. And they started segregation, which meant that the white population lived in their own way, away from the other different religions and ethical groups. And that created a lot of trouble for us over the years. And in 1994, it finally came to an end. So yeah, that's what segregation was.
1: Um, What's
2: the landscape like there? Okay so South Africa has a lot of beaches and a lot of like forest areas it's like a subtropical region so there's a lot of trees and a lot of plants there's not a lot of bugs which is good because I don't think anybody really likes (laughs) bugs everywhere I don't and then yeah but it's mostly coastal regions around and forests everywhere and except, obviously, in the cities where they took out everything. But yeah, and savannah areas.
0: Do you guys have snow there, like ever?
2: So it only snows in one place in South Africa, which is called the Dawgansberg. It's the place you can find snow, it only snows two weeks a year. Because our winter is from, actually, from May to August. So during that, I think during July, there's two weeks that it actually snows.
1: What's, like, the most popular animal that, that like, most countries
2: don't have? So let me think. Most things in South Africa. Yeah, this is tricky. (laughs) Probably, like, the big five is the main animals in South Africa that you will find everywhere if you go to a wild park or something, which is the rhinoceros and the cheetah, the lion, the African elephant that you can only find here, and then also the... um, Buffalo, the Cape Town Buffalo, which is only, you can only find in South Africa. They're this massive beast. They're almost as big as bison's, even bigger with big horns, and you will only find them in South Africa.
0: Wow, that's definitely interesting. I had no idea about the big five or what you just mm. called them. <laughs> If you're a regular on this show, you'll know that our discussions are usually wrapped up after a short amount of time. However, on behalf of the group, we'd really like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you learned something new. I know for sure I did. Kākī See you later.